Welcome to the Vertifort Insurance Podcast, hosted by Rick Fox. Get ready for deep dive conversations into the insurance industry's most interesting and pressing subjects. Now sit back and enjoy the conversation. Welcome back to another episode of the Vertifort Insurance Podcast, VIP. I'm the host, Rick Fox, and today, slam-packed information coming from one of my favorite people in the industry, and I don't say that to everybody, so I'm very excited not only to have her as part of our team, but just to be able to have this conversation. Ladies and gentlemen, Director of Agency Marketing at Vertifor now, advocate to the industry, just all around awesome person, Sid Rowe. Sid, thanks for being on. What's up, dude? I'm happy to be here. What's up? so Sid, let's just start this off. Any of those that are uh, most of you, thank you once once again for always listening in and sharing your, your comments and things and connecting with me on LinkedIn. I, I love that. And for those of you that have been listening in, you caught the live version of this podcast a few weeks back at Accelerate, our conference, and you saw that Sid was actually the host and I was in the hot seat. Guess what, Sid? We turned it back around the way everything is back to the way it's supposed to be. I'm back here and now you're in the hot seat. <laughs> oh, the karmic circle. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm only going to let it happen this one time, man. This one so. time. Okay, thanks. Thanks. I appreciate that. So um, as I mentioned, and I'm not just, I'm not just saying, you, you literally are one of my favorite people in the industry. I, I was a, a, a huge advocate for uh, wanting to not only work with you, but knowing what a great thing, what, what a great addition you would be to what we're trying to do here at Vertifor. But I do, for those that might not know your story, would love for you to just spend a couple minutes and tell us about your journey and how we ended up here. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm an insurance kid, like through and through. My dad owns an agency and I don't know if I'll ever leave the industry. I just, there's something about this industry that's really, really special, especially the independent side of it. The community that's here, it's just, it's one of a kind. And I've been able to be in different parts of the industry. You know, obviously inside the agency itself, I got paid like a whopping, I don't know, it's probably 475 or something an hour. Lunch, um, free lunch to come in for the day. Free so. lunch. <laughs> yeah. 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 Some, uh, you know, free kid labor, type in data into agency management systems and ultimately got my license and sold. I've been on the association side of things. So that really started kicking off my understanding of the industry as a whole, gave gave me that 30,000 foot view Mm -hmm. and then went and helped uh, Agency Nation get started teaching agencies about digital marketing and how to modernize their agency. And then sort of took it on, took it into my own hands and started a company with an agent friend of mine, created a Salesforce app that was focused on helping agents weaponize their data. And then ultimately said, you know what, I think Vertifor might need a little storytelling help. So, mm-hmm. uh, and I got to say, man, I am so pumped to be here. Like every day I wake up and it's just, there's like a fire underneath me to just keep going. So I'm really glad we chatted. I'm glad we talked and, and uh, I was able to join the team. Me too. Uh, and you saying that as I, I feel that energy that you bring to other meetings that we obviously get to both be on together and, and our collaboration from the my side of the house, the sales side and your side of the house marketing 
for agency is um, I think it's, 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 uh, it's not only fun, which obviously always makes it better, but it's just, I'm, I am, like I said, I am a fan and I am very excited to kind of watch you set this industry on fire, which is in, and I mean that in the positive sense of it. So I'm again, Sid, thank you for being here. Thanks for being part of our team. Thanks for just being you. Honestly, I mean that. So I want to ask this question and it's the, I get this question a lot, by the way, I just wanted to throw another compliment your way. I was at a big eye dinner a few weeks ago with Beth and Sue and all of them. And they were raving about working with you. Had such a, <laughs> such great things to say. I haven't found anybody yet that isn't a Sid Rowe fan. I'm looking, but it does bring me to the question that I do get asked. I get asked this question. I'm at a lot, as you know, out in market. And very often recently, the topic has come up. Hey, I, I know I know Sydney Rowe. Sid Rowe's over with you guys now. Yeah. Why, why is she over at Vertifor? Like, what was the catalyst? How, why, why did she choose Vertifor? So that's my question. Why are you here? Why are you at Vertifor? First of all, dude, like we need to do a podcast Monday through Friday mornings so that I like the ego strokes up, right? on this podcast. Right, let's do 10 push-ups and then Rick's going to give compliments. Let's go. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I love it, dude. But as far as why I'm here, yeah, okay. So the question is interesting, right? Because I think people, there's a perception maybe with part of the agent force that Vertifor is this sleepy old company that's not really not really adopting change or not trying. They're sort of in maintenance mode. And I am here to say that is the farthest thing from the truth. And I just happened to see it maybe before a few other people did mm -hmm. and, and jumped on that opportunity. So for me specifically, when I started digging into under the hood, behind the scenes with the team of, at Vertifor, and it took me four months to, to really figure out what was going on and whether I was the right fit, I realized that there was so much work happening that wasn't getting out into the industry. There was so much happening that the industry wasn't hearing about. And that's my skill set is storytelling. I love being able to share uh, what's happening and, and why it's happening and what it means for the industry. So the ability to tell Vertifor's story and drive change in a larger volume of agencies um, to really drive that digital change is, is what attracted me to the opportunity, number one. Number two, you know, I, I think when I first kicked off my career, I was, uh, I thought I knew more than I did. We'll say that, right? And I think we all go through that, that period of time where, you know, you think you've, you've kind of got it all solved and there's nothing else to learn. I would say I, I felt a certain way about like corporate America and not that Vertifor is necessarily corporate America because, you know, but relative company, to like, but it's definitely a large company, right. But relative to other, you know, mate, like corporate, corporate America, sure. it's, it's actually relatively small. So, mm -hmm. you know, I had this perception that it was just automatically evil, right. There was just, there were, oh, this is, there's a conspiracy theories and that's why things aren't changing. And, I, I looked at myself in the mirror when I, I started, you know, kind of digging into this opportunity with Vertifor and I said, what's really going on and what can I actually learn from the people inside? Because that's, it's just a company of people working every day to make a change in their, you know, in, in this, in the Vertifor way, right? Mm -hmm. So what can I go and learn 
from this group of people. And so that's, that's number two is to put my ego aside and say, okay, maybe I, maybe I was a little too, you know, hot-headed about my feelings around corporate America. And let me go actually work there and figure out what I like, what I don't like, and whether the change that I really want to happen, I can make with a, with a group of people inside. Um, so that's number two. And then number three, honestly, dude, it's you, it's <laughs> Dylan, it's yeah. my team, it's Kayla, it's Dana and James and Amy. And when I look at career moves, it's what's, who, who's the, who are the other people in that room with me? Mm-hmm. Right. And I think a lot of people, well, I hope a lot of people look at their career moves in that way. I want to be the dumbest person in the room always. I and always I, am. So that's, I always have that. <laughs> I always am. We might, we might fight for that spot, dude. <laughs> um, I, and, and I think I've just learned so much, right. From being here in the short amount of time from the people here, they bring so much, so many different experiences outside the industry, inside the industry, working in different, you know, departments, um, with different skill sets. It's just been, it's been an education. It's like going back to college almost. Yeah. Those are the three reasons. You know, I, I think when people say, well, why, why did Sid this, you know, intense, uh, maybe entrepreneurial spirit, who's going to revolutionize the industry, choose Vertifor, I'd say, keep watching. Cause, uh, you're going to want to pay attention to what's going to, to what's going to come. Yep. In the yep. next couple months. Well, I love the story. And, and I'm, I'm sitting over here and you can't see my face. I'm smiling. I'm nodding my head because I totally agree with you. Like there's so many parts to the, the story of our industry. And, and there is that sense. There's a few big players in the market that are, you know, c- can be misconceived as evil based on size and those of you that follow the show and, or follow me and know my story, you know, I also was in the entrepreneurial part of the tech world before I came back to Vertifor as a choice based on it being the voice I needed and the platform to affect the most change in a very positive way with our strategy. So having people like Sid, other, you know, Justin Lair who came over, Kat Turnus, like I could just go on and on with these people that are going, yeah, that's, that's where I need to be. Because that team is going to like, it's not one plus one plus one equals three. It's like one plus one plus one equals 900. So, so let's do it. Let's talk about strategy. Let's talk about tech. Let's, let's get into your wheelhouse. So just generally, where, mm-hmm. what's your positioning? What's your position mm-hmm. on, on insurance technology and where it stands? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Well, the, first of all, insurance technology is like a diamond. Every time you turn it, it's you're looking at, you know, a different perspective. It's, mm-hmm. You're seeing it through a different lens. And, and I could, I feel like I could say a million things about it, but let me focus in on some messaging that I think has been promoted to agencies over the last maybe two years, almost three years around, around te- the way they should buy technology. And I think this messaging is really misleading and I want to hit it right on the head. And I believe to my heart that it that it aligns with you know Vertifor's strategy moving forward and that messaging is that the best system for an insurance agency is an all-in-one system right you just buy one thing and it does everything for you anywhere you go wherever whatever growth uh you know trajectory you hit 
no matter what your process is, no matter what types of products you sell, no matter what carriers you work with, no matter how you choose to design your, your business model as an independent agent, you need an all-in-one solution. It, ugh, even saying it makes me cringe, right? Because how can an- how I'm sitting over here chewing on my lip. like I know, <laughs> right? How, how can an independent agent, which independent, the, the independent model is built upon the freedom to choose. That's why we're not captive. And yet, for some reason, all we hear out in the marketplace, the only solutions that seem to really be delivered to us are in direct opposition to our core principles. Hey, yeah. just buy this one size fits all solution, this one size fits all thing. How is that right? How is that okay? So I think, you know, very high level, and I know we're going to get into the nitty gritty. I'm super pumped to talk tactics, but just for a second, step back, look at the forest through the trees, guys. If your partner, if your tech partner isn't thinking about how to help you build a tech stack that's unique to your agency, it, it, you got to, you have to, to step back and rethink that partnership, right? 100%. Um, so that, and I, I really truly believe, I mean, listen, I'm in the marketing department, so I might know a thing or two. You know, there, there's going to be a lot coming out here with Vertifor around what we're doing to help agencies you know, not just provide information because there's there's so much information out there about insure tech and all these softwares you can buy, but guidance and direction around the best the best AMS, right? The best supportive solutions, whether they're Vertifor or not. Right. Well, and I think that the additional piece there that that always resonates when this conversation starts is we know that our industry isn't always the fastest to move, and they and they tend to downplay or under prioritize technology at times and the easy fix is just buy one thing that'll do it all mm-hmm. and I'm telling you right now and we just a couple of weeks ago did a, a rant on thinking about where you were three years ago to where you are now and not not repeating the maybe the mistakes you've made is you may be able to pull it off today like it might scratch the itch or help you continue on your path. But the problem is going to be as technology continues to advance and as technology continues to change in every part of our lives, where are you going to be in three years if you're not working with with technology that can be nimble with you? And you're going to spend all your time and energy either band-aiding or backing out and unwinding some things that you've done so to your point, Sid, and I just, I'm going to, I'll get a yes or a no from you on this, but you want to be in a position so you can make choices, not only today, but for those that are saying, this will work for me today. This isn't a decision for today. This is a decision for the business you run that I pretty sure you're not going to be done with in three months that you're going to take for years and being prepared down the road. Is that, you agree with that? Am I only allowed to say Yes. I wish I could like capitalize all the letters with an exclamation. Y, capital Y, capital E, capital S, exclamation emoji. That's what you can do. And it's a fire emoji. You know, it's a fire emoji. That's what I'm talking about. That's it, baby, right there. It's all about the fire. You and I are in a complete alignment. I mean, it's no no, uh, 
coincidence that we both work at Vertifor because we're looking at it from that perspective because that is the perspective, the choice of the independent agent, e choice equals independence. But I do want to dig in. So let's, let me go in a layer deeper into kind of the tactics. I want to use a couple of buzzwords uh, that I think so many of our folks understand, but do they really? And, and to get the Sid Rowe perspective on a couple of words that everybody uses that that is why technology is so important to them today, because we still do have plenty of people out that are like, well, it ain't broke, so I don't need to fix it. Or it's bent, so I can continue to go along my path. So the two words are, and, and we'll do them in order, you know, are automation and data. So start with automation and, and tell me where that, where, where you hear the word and you want people to understand how they either use it or leverage automation to, you know, turbocharge the way that their their efficiency gains go. Talk to me about automation. Yeah, you nailed it on the head, dude. Turbocharge their efficiency. I think people get really excited about automation replacing, you know, human, the, the monotonous tasks that a human might do. Sending an email, creating a task, whatever it might be. And it can do that, right? But the thing about automation is its strength is its weakness. Automation is gonna do exactly what you tell it to do, which means automation is gonna do exactly what you tell it to do. So if you start, <laughs> and people point. lose sight of this, right? Cause they go, they get in these systems and they're like, yeah, let me build, like I'm gonna send 20 emails to my client during the sales process or my prospect during the sales process. And, you know, they forget they're, they're, they just get so excited about it that now someone's getting, you know, three emails on the same day or whatever it might be. And the other part of this too, is every process is a little different. So the sales process for personal lines is different than commercial lines. Same thing with service. I, I remember building out an automation for a renewal process. And they said, well, yeah, we want a, we want essentially like a, a ticket or a task to be spun up 30 days before the renewal okay, great. Let's, let's do that. So now for every account, no matter if it was personal or commercial, they had that task pop up for every account. Can you imagine how many tasks mm -hmm. or tickets were spun up in a month's time for a, a account manager? It was overwhelming. So, you know, thinking through, okay, why are we automating this process or this communication? And how is it really, is it making the customer's life better? You know, is it really improving the uh, the process? The is it turbocharging efficiency or is it not? Mm -hmm. um, those are the questions you've got to roadmap before you start building, and that's the tricky part about automation. But it is a beautiful thing, dude. I mean, you yeah. see a a well automated machine; it's it's pretty sexy. And people and people get stuck in the well. I want it to be more personal. It's like there's nothing more personal than one being able to to add value to your customers in an automated fashion that still feels personal, and giving your people, you know, up to maybe or more than a third of their time back in the day to be as personal as they want to be. That's the beauty of it, right there. Okay, so shift mm -hmm. gears, mm -hmm. automation, check, love it. You and I are in agreement, and I think everybody out there needs to. You know, like you said, build a plan around how you get there, but it is, it's a game changer. It really is a game changer. So the next one is data. Yep. Yep. Yeah, man, data. <laughs> this is, <laughs> we this could spend is... another three hours on that, right? Right. I feel 
just say the word you've now like opened up Pandora's box. We're going to go down a deep dark hole here. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to key in on a question for agency owners. And that is when you're, when you wake up and it's two in the morning and you're staring at your ceiling fan, you know, maybe you're a startup entrepreneur who's a year in and you're like, my gosh, why did I do this? This was stupid. (laughs) I can't, I'm I'm like, you know, refreshing my bank account. And I I don't know if my wife is even next to me. Um, Or maybe you're 20, 50 years in and you're waking up like, am I relevant? Do people care about me? Am I going to survive? Am I going to continue the legacy that my dad or grandfather or mom or grandmother or, you know, good friend built. And I now have the honor and responsibility to continue in that moment, right? Do you actually know what's happening in your service department? Do you know what your team is doing day in and day out? Not, well, yes, you know, uh, Bob or Susie has these, these accounts and she's really great. And she's probably going to get a three or five grand raise at the end of the year. And, and this is about how much I spend on salaries, you know, in, in my service department, that's about my expense. I mean, really dig in how many certificates do you send out a day, a week, a month, a quarter, how many renewals do you process? Should you process all of them? How long does it take? Which carriers have an, have the best ROI for you from a service standpoint? carriers have a, a you know agency expense ratio why why are agencies not thinking about their carrier partnerships in those terms when you work with carrier a versus b do they uh, do they process that endorsement you know quicker or faster and what does that do to your bottom line all of these questions that we don't have answers to yet right because uh, a we just haven't really pushed to think about them we haven't We've sort of gotten comfortable with the status quo. And B, a lot of them come with adopting better technology, right? Building out that tech stack, thinking about a tool like Agency Zoom that can come in mm-hmm. and, and streamline or digitize those service workflows and help you automate them too, but really give you insight, transparency, make you not blind to what's going on with your operations. I'd say right now in 2022, that's the biggest miss for agencies is, yes, we can focus on sales all day long, but if we're completely blind to our service department, all that stuff we're bringing in at the top of the funnel goes right out the door in two, Mm -hmm. three, four years. So true. No, and I love it. And I think, I mean, we try to keep these in a digestible length. So we, you, like, like I said, you and I could spend three hours talking about data, but I think that's a good point for people to just hear yet another insurance savvy person say, it's time to figure out your data strategy and finding people like Sid Rowe, you're finding your tech partners, your peers, whoever it is, and and starting to build out not only your knowledge base as an, as an agency decision maker, um, but then finding the people around you that can help you make decisions and start leveraging that data in a very positive way, because it's there. You have the data, mm-hmm. you have the information. And what are you, what are you doing with it today? Or let me, let me rephrase, what is your competition doing with their data today to be better at it than you, to be better at their job than you, to the point Sid made is it a year? Is it two? Is it three before they start looking elsewhere? Or have you done everything in your power 
to give them the experience that they deserve and demand as a customer of your firm by knowing who they are and using data to, to totally leverage that, that relationship because you understand them better and you have it sitting at your disposal. So here's what I would say in closing for Sid Rowe and for so many people around this industry, I mentioned it before, is, is making sure your circle has the people in it that are out there to help. And that's probably my favorite part uh, of Sid and is just your passion for our industry and your willingness to be uh, not only an advocate, but, but someone that people can count on. So I would say if you aren't out there on LinkedIn or wherever you, wherever you connect with, if you're not connected with Sid Rowe, that's, that's a miss by you that you need to fix today. She's one of those people, you send her a note, you get connected, you'll obviously see good content just by having her in your universe. But uh, this is somebody that will help you along the way at any turn. She's just got that kind of a personality and that kind of a passion for what we do. So Sid, as always, every time we talk, I have a good time with it. Every time I talk, I feel like I learned something. So thanks for being on. And we will we'll have to do this again because I think we were short. We want to make sure it's digestible, but we'll have to do a round two. So thanks for being on, Sid. Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me. Again, everyone, do not forget to make sure you are uh, subscribed to the podcast. Wherever you get your podcast, just search Vertifor Insurance Podcast VIP. Make sure you are subscribed. Also go to the vertifor.com website under resources, click podcasts and subscribe there as well to be part of our community. I am always humbled and blessed and feel so grateful that so many of you connect with me, not only connect with me on LinkedIn, but also send notes. Let us know who, what other guests would help you, what other rant topics we can use. If there's anything I can help you with, like I said about Sid, I would be more than happy to jump on a call, help you with an, an, a situation, put me in your universe as well. So as always, thank you everybody for tuning in. Thanks to our rock star guest, Sid Rowe. And we will see you next time. 